Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, this is Reba. Welcome to Rooted Deep. Uh, we're glad to be with you today. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, hope that you are enjoying. We are stepping into the month of March and uh, I love March uh, because it means winter is behind us and spring is in sight. So um, not only I know like down in the Dominican, you don't get the full uh, experience of the seasons down there. So it's just kind of nice all the time, right? It, well, you know, you'd like to think that we do not get, we're not getting these, you know, deep freezes and the colds. But uh, the mornings, I tell you, are a little bit chilly. They're a little bit damp. And so if you, you would understand, if you live in Florida, you know how a humid and a cool, humid morning or evening just kind of gets in your bones. And sometimes okay. I wake up with a bit of a chill. Um, that There are other people who don't quite agree with me on that, you know, but I've okay. been here so long that I'm like, no, these mornings are cold. I need a sweater. I need a scarf. Okay. You know, but for the most part, it is very mild down here. We're, okay. we're thankful yeah. for this time. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys have a little bit cooler reprieve for a little while, because I know at certain times of year, it's really blistering hot there. And then for us, uh, we are moving into spring. And a lot, one of the reasons I love spring is because, you know, you get to see all the stuff uh, begin to come up, flowers begin to bloom, and it just changes the whole landscape changes. And we're going to be talking a little bit today, I, I think about some things that may kind of fit into that. Um, as we look towards the month of March, uh, we're going to take the next couple of weeks of the podcast to talk about things uh, that are worth fighting for, things that are worth fighting against. Uh, this week on Friday and Saturday, we are having the Dare for More Live conference. And man, if you haven't registered yet, uh, maybe there's still time. Go out there, grab a registration. But we're uh, the theme is the fighter. And so the podcast, we're really just kind of pulling off some of those concepts and ideas for the next month and getting kind of down into the nitty gritty um, of things that in our lives that are just, it's a fight some days. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's a fight most days, right? Right. And so it's a, definitely a fight when we in the Dominican, everybody likes to use this phrase in la lucha. And that's the word. It's a struggle. It's a fight. That's the word they use for wrestling. Um, okay. and, and, and when we talk about it, it's like, Hey, how you doing? And it's like, wow, I am in la lucha. I am in the fight. And it's, and it's one of those things that, and I think we've talked about it with some of our friends, our, our ministry friends, just taking that one step forward sometimes mm -hmm. is hard. Um, but that's what's required in a fight is to at least stand. And, um, and the phrase, and I don't know if you, I mean, I know everybody knows that I love a Rocky, a good Rocky movie yes, and standing do. toe to toe means mm -hmm. that you're standing, you're facing up. And, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you just want to go back in your corner and have some water sprinkled on you and, right. <laughs> you know. And some of your shoulders rub and get back in yeah, there. Yeah, well, just want to throw up the towel. And, yeah. I, and I think a lot of times, um, especially uh, women I've talked to lately, mm -hmm. there's a lot of weariness yeah. that has fed into the hearts and the and, and even a mental weariness because it's been an emotionally and a mentally exhausting uh, year. Uh, you know, from from just the, the lengthiness of dealing with COVID. And then uh, obviously the political scene as it's played itself out in the United States, at least uh, a lot of turmoil, a lot of difficulty. Uh, there's been a lot of issues that have flared during this time. And so it seems like there's just this constant need to be, um, to be really at a high level. Yeah. And every, something is always throwing you, 
you know, you're trying to get down here at 35 miles an hour and somebody keeps pushing the gas pedal down. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and after a while, you can't sustain that. Yeah. And so there is a weariness, I think, that sets in. And I've talked to a lot of people that are just there. They're mm-hmm. there. And I think what comes out of that after a while, if we don't find ourselves giving ourselves a pep talk, you know, yeah. if we if we aren't surrounded by people who are like, OK, come on now. We can do this. What ends up happening is we do just say, you know what? I I just I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. Right. I just yeah. I need to go back to my corner. I need to sit. I need to make a game plan. And I think again, if we're talking about fighting, and if we talk about thinking specifically of a boxing match, you get you know you get some time in the ring, and then you do you go back to your corner. Your coach comes out, talks to you, and gives you a maybe a game plan here. Try this. Try this. And and. And maybe, maybe when you're, when you're sitting here in the word of God or sitting here quiet or listening to a podcast or saying, okay, I need a game plan for my next step. I need to get back. I know I need to be back in the fight, but maybe I need to try a new strategy or maybe I just need somebody to like, like Reba said, somebody to just kind of hold up my arms and say, okay, stand up. You gotta, you gotta get back in there. You don't have a choice. Yeah, you you do. You have to get back in there. So I think what we're hoping to accomplish over the next few weeks, as you listen to the podcast is to give you, um, encouragement mm-hmm. uh to hey it's not over yet so this is hopefully this is going to be a great pep talk for you if you're weary um also i think we're going to give you hopefully like ali said some maybe some great you're going to hear some great ideas some great truths some great uh, uh equipping type tools uh you know to use those boxing terms somebody's going to say look try the jab try the hook try this because what you're doing right now may not feel like it's working. And so we're bringing people in in interviews. We're going to be talking about uh, fighting through difficult marriages. We're going to be talking about fighting through addiction. Uh, We're going to be talking through some tough topics, Uh, but there are people right now. I think that boy, they just need, okay, what do I need to do to get back in and start fighting again? Yeah. Yeah. And now if you look at, if you look in the Bible, I think you're, you're going to, you're about to talk to us about, you know, the ultimate fighting champion, I think is, is David. And I love, you know, and I think the stories and, you know, when you were a kid, you loved these stories and and you grew up thinking like, if you could watch, if there was an epic movie made in the Bible, David, I don't know why they haven't done a really good David movie because it's just full and, and it would be just action packed. Um, And there are some moments that you're going to be talking about. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, David, it is, it's one of maybe, uh, if you're, if you're a church kid and you grew up in church, which Sally and I did, um, I mean, from a very early age, you heard the story of David and Goliath Mm -hmm. and every kid, I mean, it was one of every kid's favorite stories because it was the big giant, the big guy, nine foot plus tall, uh, you know, and I mean, now I'll date myself right now, but when I was growing up as a kid, Allie, we had flannel graph. Do you remember flannel yes, graph? Does anybody even know what graph. I'm talking about with flannel <laughs> graph? It is this little board that had a felt background and the, the character stuck up on the board. Mm. And uh, because we didn't have video, we didn't have all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. No VCRs and all that. And this so, is YouTube. This is before YouTube and everything. Yeah, this is before the internet. What are we talking about? <laughs> or at least... At least internet accessible to Joe, right? And so, yeah. So here we were in Sunday school class, sitting in our little teeny chairs. um, And, you know, you got this kid who really was a kid. He was a young teenage young man, David, who encounters uh, a war that is, that has been raging now for a while. Uh, He's not a soldier. He's not been sent to fight this war. He's actually 
been on a hillside keeping his dad's sheep while his brothers are actually fighting the Philistines. And, and if we want to be honest, he's just there to bring the snacks. I mean, he honestly, really he, I mean, <laughs> he yeah. just showed up bringing the snacks. Dad said, hey, uh, which was traditional yeah. in that time period. Uh, they didn't have armies that were supplied. And so the families of the soldiers would send food if the battle was prolonged in order to sustain their own soldiers. And so that's exactly what David did. You know, David's dad, Jesse's like, David, look, take this food, send it to your brothers, send some to the captain of the army and see how they're doing and bring back a report. Because again, CNN's not there filming live, you know, at the battlefield. Uh, And so let me know what happens. David shows up and there is no battle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've got this this, uh, thing that's been going on for days now. Like a standoff. Uh, yeah, a standoff. Philistines are on one side, Israelites are on the other, and this giant of a man, the Bible says he's over nine foot tall, comes down, stands in the middle of the valley, hollers at the, hollers at the Israelites and says, you know, send somebody down and I'm going to fight you one-on-one, and mm-hmm. whoever wins, wins. And, and, and Israel's got nobody. Israel's got nobody. They, yeah, nobody. nothing. And they're just standing there, you know, yeah. And, um, and I think you said it right. It was what they're, they're just standing there and it is at a standstill right now. Totally. If we compare it to, if we compare it to what everybody's going through today, it's like, okay, what is the next move? How do we step forward? And what is our next fight? You know, and who's going to be brave enough to step mm-hmm. into that fight? Because I think that every time you step into a battle zone, there is fear. Mm-hmm. This is not a matter of it's it's not people who don't have fear that fight battles. It's people who find a way to push through their fears. Yeah. Uh, because you know, Ali, you and I, we've done a lot of scary stuff in our lives that we were, I mean, knees are quaking in the middle of doing it, and we're going, oh Lord, if you don't fix this and, and make this work, this is just not yeah. gonna fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something important for us to hear is that. It, you don't wait till the fear goes away. It doesn't go away. This is just a matter of stepping into it and watching God give you the courage and the strength. And that's exactly what really what David does. He shows up on the scene and he's like, his timing is perfect because about the time he shows up, it's about the time Goliath comes out and does his, you know, fee fi fo fum, you know, and, and is shouting at the Israelites and so forth. And then all of a sudden David's like, okay, who's going to go fight him? Right. Yeah. And everybody's like, like oh, okay. <laughs> You know, his brother's like, what have you come to do here, you little snotty kid? Go back to the sheep, you know? And because it's embarrassing for a teenage boy to step up and say, y'all should be doing something. Uh, and I think I think the uncertainty of, you know, okay, it's a big giant, but at the same time, and if you look at if you look at what the battle is representing, you think about the Israelites just don't want to lose and nobody wants to go up. And, and, and so are they, are they really fighting for, you know, the real cause or are they just being like, okay, I don't want to be humiliated out on the battlefield. And so they, then they, then they shrink, you know, back into themselves and they forget, they forget what the, what the battle is about. And, um, and that's where we, that's where we find David. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I find it in Deuteronomy when when God is laying out the, the warfare plan for the children of Israel. So way back in Deuteronomy, right, we've got Moses and God is laying this out for them. One of the things that God tells his people is when you go out into the battle, you know, you're going to um, he gives them all these steps. But one of the things he says is if if you realize you got to fight, mm-hmm. then know this, 
don't be dismayed and don't be overwhelmed and don't be discouraged because you got to know that God is going to be fighting the battle with you. And so that that battle plan had not changed from the yeah. time of Moses to the time of David. Mm-hmm. So there's this, but nobody wants to die. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the odds are completely against you mm-hmm. and you know it. And so it is a total faith step in that moment. Anybody who's going to step out into that field against Goliath is going to know immediately, number one, I am not big enough, I'm not strong enough, and I don't have the, I do not, I'm not a match for this guy. Right. So God must show up or I'm going to die out here. Right. Yeah. And if, you know, if you think about, I, I don't know why I just thought about this, except for the veggie tales, the tiny little <laughs> asparagus who goes up against, and I, it's my favorite because it's the song and he's big, but God is bigger. And, uh, and I just remember that. I don't know why, um, that came to mind, but except for, it's just one of those what to teach a child, you know, about, yes. about just understanding it doesn't matter how big or small you are. Your God is still. And like you said, you have to go back to those promises and the Israelites need mm. to go back to Deuteronomy and say, no, he said we ne- we need to step into this. God promised that it's, he's going to fight. He promised that he will fight for us, and 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 push that through. And that's that's what they kind of got their eyes off. Um, yeah, but you know, I tell you how I pray, Allie. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and I know I do this. I'm just guilty mm-hmm. of it. I'm like, okay, God, we have a problem here, and I need you to go solve it. So in my mind, here's what I'm praying. I want to stand on the sideline and I want Uh God to march out there and kill the giant. And then I want him to turn back and wave me on. And wave me on. It's clear. It's clear now. I'll go. And so many times, that's not what God does. Uh, He does it sometimes. Mm -hmm. But so many times, he's like, no, Reba, I want you to trust me enough to step out in faith against some of those big things that you have to fight for and fight against in your life. I want you to step up in some faith and know that my promises are true. But there's only one way you're going to know they're true, and that's if you actually step into them. Right. Yeah. In uh, Psalm 139, it talks about um, His presence. In Psalm 139, you know, it talks about mm-hmm. His His all powerful. He's omniscient. You know, He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. And in that moment, when um, there's a verse in 139 where He talks about He's already gone before, yeah. but He's also behind. In other words, yes. He's not before. And then you're, you know, he's just going to leave you back in the background while he fights. He actually has gone before to do reconnaissance. And then he's also in the back kind of with you, pushing you. And, and it's a beautiful picture of his presence. The other night we were, um, we were planning to take hospitality to the streets. We were going to, we, I had made, um, grilled cheese sandwiches with some really good cheese and some yellow, yummy bread. And, um, And uh, I've been watching Top Chef uh, reruns, you know, and so I was like, okay, well, that's fancy cheese and did homemade hot chocolate. And we were going to take it out to the streets because the streets, it is cooler at night for outreach. And I mean, we had a game plan as far as we're going to go and we're going to sit in the park and we're going to invite the women to come and just take a moment with us on the park benches and everything. So we're praying in the, in the truck before we get out there, we're praying and right then downpour of rain. And so as I'm praying, I'm like, Lord, you know, you've sent us out here. We're really thankful for this, you know, for, uh, for the time where, you know, thank you for the, for the, for the food that we're going to be sharing with these women, help us to, and then right then, you know, the rain starts. And so without even thinking, cause this is how God and I communicate. And I said, and we're going to be talking about this rain later, but for right now, I'm just going to ask you. And I literally said that in my prayer. I'm like, yeah. we're going to be talking about this later, God, but for, I don't know what you, yeah. if you sent us out here and I guess we're going to be. So we're walking in the rain, asking women if they want some hot chocolate and everything, because we're still moving forward 
because it wasn't one of those things where, oh, you know, he sent, yeah, he sent you and now he's going to, he's going to clear the path and make it all super easy. No, he's going to make it, you know, it, it, the, the struggle is if you care and love about those women, as I care and love about those women, you will step out and you will walk down and, 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 uh, even just in rain, and I know that's not a big deal, but I didn't want to get wet. And right. I no, yeah, no. And so right. he, you know, it's just one of those things. But I really felt like his presence was with us at that moment with the women. Oh, absolutely. And I do think there's we're called to do hard things. Mm-hmm. And it and it is a battle because we live in a broken world. And and honestly, if we get real honest, it's the world's not just broken. We ourselves are struggling as broken people at times, yeah. you know, dealing with our own sin natures, our own flesh that we struggle with. And so I think all of us have to, re- there's a day coming. Um, and I love, I saw Francis Chan do an illustration yeah. one time. He had this m- massively long rope laying across a stage. It went from one side of the stage to the other. And at one end of the rope, and I'm talking about like a two inch, three inch span of the rope. Mm-hmm. He had red tape taped on the end of the rope. And so there's this big, long representation of this rope laying all across the full stage. And he holds up the piece that has the red tape on it. And he says, when you think about all of eternity, mm-hmm. this little piece of red tape here, this two inches, mm-hmm. this represents your life. Yeah. And we have all of eternity. This represents eternity. And, you know, from my perspective on earth, mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's the opposite. It, yeah. feels, it feels like life is so big. Yes. And eternity is such a faraway thought for me. And it's such a, it, it doesn't almost, it's so far away in my mind sometimes that it just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it's even visible at times. Yeah. But the truth is mm-hmm. that life is that short span. The yeah. Bible said, if you live to be 70 or 80 years old, you've lived a long life. Yeah. And so we've got that span of life and then the rest is eternity. And so when we look at it from God's perspective, we realize the fight is actually short. Yes. Yeah. Because the fight is, is in this short span of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and eternity is, is the, is the joy, the rest, the victory. Right. Yeah. And so man, today, maybe there's somebody listening and you're like, boy, I'm just in it right now. I am in it up to my nose right now. I'm in the battle right now of fighting through this. And it's, I think it's so good for us sometimes to get perspective Mm -hmm. that we do have to fight and the battle is real. And sometimes it's all we can do to just stand. Um, But we've got to be, you know, face our fears, step into it and not quit, be willing to fight, knowing that this fight is not going to last forever. (laughs) Right. You know, um, and knowing that also, I think, Ellie, too, that God has already won the victory right. um, for us in so many areas. It's, mm-hmm. it's not to say we don't ever lose a battle in this life, but knowing that God has defeated Satan mm-hmm. and so many times the things we're fighting against, God has given us the power to have victory in. Right. And and remembering that his the what we're fighting for is is his name and his glory. When we're, when we're, when we're in these, in these battles. And I think sometimes, and especially in my life, um, I forget what, I forget what the goal is, is the goal, um, is the goal, my ambition or what, you know, what Mm. people to know me or people to, to know that I did this or I did that, or is it really, or am I fighting just to get, or am I just standing there kind of just getting through? 
Um, right. I remember, I remember there were times when I would be playing soccer and mom's like, you need to, I don't care where you are in the field. You need to just run after the ball. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's not how soccer works, you know, <laughs> but, but she's like, how can you just stand there? You know, she didn't understand, you um, understand soccer, you know, soccer, you don't always run toward the ball, especially right. if you're, you know, if you're a fullback, that's yeah, not you your know. position, right? Yeah. <laughs> not my position. <laughs> And uh, now, and then, but then in, in college, I, I did, be, I was a striker and there was a lot of times I was running after the ball. Um, but in the, in the, in the moment, sometimes we're fighting and what we're fighting for is really kind of not the right, not the right fight, or it's not mm -hmm. um, for the right reasons and, and, and understanding that it's for his glory and his honor and, and for the people that we're serving, um, whether it's our families or our, our coworkers or yeah. something, stepping into it in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, thinking back to David for a moment, you know, David's got this moment of faith. Um, and I think we all come to that moment. Is God, is what God says real? Is it true? Is he trustworthy? Um, has he equipped me for this moment? The answers to all those are yes. Yeah. And um, so now then it just takes that moment. I, I don't think for one second that David crossed the battlefield stopped at the brook, gathered a couple stones, grabbed a slingshot and went, I got this baby. Yeah. I just don't think that was his attitude. No. I think, yeah. um, I think if we ever get a chance to talk to him about the story in heaven, which I do believe I'm going to, um, that, you know, that he's going to say, you know what, my, my heart was, my chest was just pounding. My heart was beating out of my chest. My hands were sweaty. I was really, um, I was afraid, but I just, I knew God had helped me defeat this lion and this bear mm -hmm. in my past. Yeah. And I knew that God could help me. If God could help me do that, he could help me do this. And I knew that there was a, that this is the battle that needed to be fought. And, yeah. and, um, and so he steps out in all his courage and we, you know, if probably most people are listening to this are so familiar with the story. We know it. We know. Yeah. We you know, he, throws, yeah. Grabs the, yeah, he grabs the rock and, 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 you know, cranks that slingshot up and gives that thing release. And the Bible says that it was directed right in the only place it could have went. Yeah. Hits the, the giant in the forehead. Goliath collapses. Um, and David goes, cuts his head off, which is such a boy thing to do. Yeah. Um, and holds his head up. And, and in that moment, fear, courage came to everyone else yes. who stood on the hill. Mm -hmm. And suddenly now you've got all of the, the armies of Israel running after the mm -hmm. Philistines and you've got all the Philistines who were thinking they had this thing in the bag now fleeing from the Israelites and right. everything changed mm -hmm. in a moment of courage. Right. And, and, you know, that story, one of my favorite parts of that story is David, you know, found the five smooth stones. And I know we have the, the song, you know, and, and round and round and round and round and all that, but he actually ran into the field of battle. He wasn't quaking at that moment. He probably was, but it didn't, you know, the Bible says that he did. He ran toward. Yes. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like we want to wait for the battle to come to us. And, and yeah. a lot of times, you know, but in this, in this instant with David, he ran toward the fight because that's what the Lord, um, because yeah. he knew that victory was the Lord's. And, and the Israelites ran as far as continuing the fight. They saw obviously not what David had done. They saw that, but they saw what the Lord did through David and that oh, yeah. gave courage. And I, and so continuing on, you're not just fighting, you're not just fighting your battle, but you're fighting to give courage to other people. And, and I Absolutely. think there's, um, there's been a couple of, of situations that um, some of our missionaries have lived through right now during this time of pandemic that they're like, 
I, it was a hard battle to go through, but there's already people who are asking me, how did you fight that? How mm. did you struggle through that? And that's, you know, and that's David and the Israelites going, okay, I just saw that you had victory with God's help. Let mm. me get into that battle as well. And, um, and so that's been, that's been a really neat testimony down here. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's a couple of verses I want to read to us kind of as we bring these thoughts to a close, but it's in 1 Samuel 17, the story of David and Goliath. And David is just what you just said, Allie. He is running into the battlefield. Goliath is mocking him. You know, what are you guys doing sending me a kid to come fight me? Um, and this is David's response right before he cranks that slingshot up and gives it a, sh- a throw. This is what he says. He says, to, to, to Goliath, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. Mm-hmm. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Listen to this faith talk right here. Mm-hmm. And I will strike you down and cut off your head. <laughs> and I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know, here we go, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel mm-hmm. and that all of this assembly may know, yeah. so not just all the world may know, but the people standing right here on this battlefield mm-hmm. may know that the Lord saves, not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. Mm-hmm. And man, today, those let those be your fighting cry today. Yeah. That you know what, um, today is the day before before you ever throw your first rock, before you ever um, enter that, you know, as you're entering the battlefield, there's a confidence. And David is already declaring victory, yeah, in a bold manner. And I think today, some of you, some of you are listening right now, and and you're in a fight right now. And what you need to do is you need to step up and step out in faith, and you need to start saying, you know what, I know who fights for me. I know he's a mighty God, and I know that God wants me to have victory over this, and he wants me to have victory as I fight through this. And so, therefore, you know, God is going to give this battle into our into my hand today. Yeah. Um, and boy, I hope that's your battle cry today, uh, just these encouraging, encouraging steps of faith. And we want to see you do, we want to see you be successful, and actually, I want to be successful too. Yeah. Yeah. We want to, we've got our own battles to fight, right? Right. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's, it's one of those things that it later on in, you know, in these, in the story of David, you, you just see amazingly how he continues to call on the name of the Lord and continues to, to step into those battles. And, um, and it's, and it's something that he was called into uh, and, you know, sometimes I, I'm like, I'm just tired. I don't want to keep, you know, fighting. And I think it's interesting that right now we're talking about this because we're at the end of a very long, or we're not at the end. We hope, we wish we were at the end. We we thought we were at the end um, of this long battle. And, and I I think we know more about ourselves during this last year of the pandemic. We know more about ourselves and we know more about what our struggles are. And, but, but going back to um, to David's words, the battle is the Lord's and the Lord saves and hits his fight. He's won it to just step mm-hmm. in there and, um, and get down in that field. Man, absolutely. So those are the words we're going to leave you with today. Uh, maybe you want to go back today and read first Samuel 17. Even if you were like Allie and I, kids in Sunday school, sitting, looking at the story and you've heard it a thousand times. I think adult eyes on mm-hmm. children's stories changed the story completely as we look at it through the eyes of an adult 
And so I would encourage you maybe today, just take some time to go back to 1 Samuel 17, read through that and just say, God, you know, what is it? Where, where have I sat down? Where am I weary? And just get honest with God about your conversation uh, and ask God to give you the faith that, that is required to step, step up, step out and uh, begin to believe that God is the one who fights for you. Uh, it, it's going to require courage on your part, but I promise, I promise uh, if you'll step through your fear, God will step through all that with you. So, uh, man, I hope you have a great day. We're excited about the series and excited about hopefully encouraging and equipping you to be able to fight the battle. And uh, so I want you to join us next week uh, as we're going to be continuing this discussion and talking a little bit about what that looks like. So great to be with you today. Hope you have a great day. Get out there and fight your battles today. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.